listening to the Hey Julie Big Brother podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm very, very sad to be without Brett today, but we had a double eviction and we knew Brett wasn't going to be able to record and we knew that we needed to get something out to you guys just because, wow, what an hour of television we had last night. So I'm going to be doing this solo dolo, um, but I got incredible questions and comments from you guys. We've been chatting on Twitter And I think we should just get right into it. First of all, I say, fuck Wednesday. Wednesday's episode was bullshit. Who cares? Me, myself, and I I on CBS starring Bobby Moynihan. Great, right? Like, I think it's safe to say we can just get into Thursday's episode. Uh, One little comment I'll say is, I'm glad Bobby Moynihan is an actual fan of Big Brother and seems to have watched, like, more than the package that they sent him to prepare to host the competition. Uh, that was refreshing. Other than that, maybe perhaps Bobby will be a good uh, house guest to consider for um, Big Brother Celebrity, which we'll talk about after. But let's get into Thursday's episode, right? As I've been saying for the past couple of weeks, or pretty much since Cody and Jess went home, um, this season sucks. It's hard to watch because... So many of the people are so bad at it. Um, There's not a lot of people left to root for. Some might say, hey, I'm rooting for Kevin. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's he's a fine person, but he's so bad at this game. They're all equally bad except for Paul. I mean, Josh, they tried to show us Josh having this sort of like inkling and waking up and realizing that they're all playing this game to Paul's benefit, but... He's, as we saw, not able to act on it, so it's a waste. What's the point? We have Jason, who got nominated, (laughs) who got nominated against his ride or die, then stayed on the block. Everyone told him all week, thank God, because this is one of the most fun blindsides I've ever seen. Everyone told him all week, no, you're fine. Why would we get you out? We we really wanted to backdoor Kevin, a 56-year-old man who has not won any competitions or even come close. We had to backdoor him. Um, and he believed it. And we've got Alex. Oh, my God. Alex, who, I mean, Josh and Alex have to be tied for the worst players at this point, right? Because Kevin couldn't do anything even if he wanted to. He can't even win a competition. Christmas, we all know, has caught some feelings with Paul. I don't know if it's Stockholm Syndrome or what, but she's been having some late night muttering to herself fests that we've all seen. I just want to say, you guys know if you listened last season when we were first introduced to Paul, I'm not immune to Paul's charms. I think he's very, I think he's a great looking guy. I think he's charming. He has confidence in spades, which is why which I think plays a big part into why all these people are so blindly following him, Um, especially for such a young guy. But I feel really bad for Christmas that she's in love with Paul the way she is. I, I have to think it's just the house playing tricks on her mind. I have to think it's because she was in, you know, a low point relationship wise, because we know she was supposed to get married this summer and that fell apart. I believe because, her fiance cheated on her. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, 
So I think she's probably in a low point to consider uh, being in love with 25-year-old t-shirt designer from L.A., Paul. They do have a lot in common, but come on. This should be a... This should be a big sister, little brother relationship at best. Paul is not ready to settle down with Christmas doing CrossFit in North Carolina. Sorry, girl. But so Christmas isn't hearing any of Josh's worries or complaints. She shuts it down. It causes a little bit of a fight, a little bit of a rift between Joshmas, um, which is too bad because Josh really is the only person who's shown an inkling of interest and perhaps moving against Paul, but he just doesn't, he doesn't have the infrastructure to do anything about it until we get to last night's episode. Double eviction. We love it. It was a huge shock to them, which I much prefer. None of them guessed in advance. None of them were told. Um, and so you could see they were really running on adrenaline. They really had to hustle. So... First votes cast, we have what we assumed what was going to happen because Paul said to do it. We had a tie. We had Alex and uh, Paul voting Kevin out, and we had Josh and Raven voting out Matt. And then they were all sort of putting on this facade, this air of being so sad and so upset about it. I believe maybe Josh... Thought it was hard to blindside a man who just found out he's bringing another little human being into the world. Um, but it was a little over the top. It was a little BBOTT for me. These tears, this crying. It was a little much. I don't know if uh, if a community theater director would even say that it was good. <laughs> it was a lot. But so Christmas gets to give, go up, give her a big speech. Nothing personal, even though I personally like you, blah, blah, blah. It was a good, I think, taste of Jason's own medicine. Remember Jason's speech to Mark when he was about to evict him? Listen, buddy, this is tough, but I hope hope we can still hang out and be best friends. Like, I think I could handle that as as if it was him doing Mark a favor after evicting him. So that was fun. And then total blindside, total shock. Jason had no clue. And then we saw an angry exit that we haven't seen since the likes of BBOTT. Fuck y'all. Jason not hugging anyone. Storming out. Uh, Even Alex left in the dust. I mean, guys, isn't that why we watch this show? (laughs) To see someone so brutally backstabbed. Oh, man. And it couldn't have happened to... like, I like Whistlenut. I think he's humorous. I think he was truly a very bad player. He had some instincts, but they were all quickly squashed by Alex, who had a little more, as I said, the key to this game, confidence than him. Uh, so he aligned with a bad person. Uh, but it was still so fun to see him get so mad. I mean... I was actually a little scared for uh, for Julie, which, by the way, I know I skipped over it. So sorry, guys. Let's get – it's just – it was such an exciting episode, but let's get it on the record. Julie last night was a raging hot. I mean, that fire red dress, that 
sleek updo. I know I had a couple comments about the accessories. We're still not up to snuff, and I get it. But, you know, after those sleeves and after the jeans, sometimes she has to take a down, more chill approach to dressing. And I really appreciated it. And I think the red complemented the red on Jason's face after being blindsided so viciously. As I said, I was nervous for Julie because Jason was so mad. I thought, are we going to have a first where he genuinely tries to go back into that house and confront all these people? He said he wanted just five more minutes in that house. I don't know what he thought he was going to do. Maybe ride them like Ollie the Bull. No idea. But you just don't see shock and rage and confusion and sadness all wrapped up in one beautiful whistle nut no lay jerseyed package like that every day and guys that's what we have to watch for now we have to watch to see these people who have been playing so terribly watch them get their comeuppance that's that's what i'm getting my joy from these days i have no one to root for i mean i i think you guys know i'm rooting for paul because he's played the best game I would root for whoever gets Paul out, but as the night went on last night, I think we can all agree no one's going to do that. Um, Because then immediately, you know, we have Alex upset. Alex ran after Jason saying, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. He didn't even listen to her. Um, We have our goodbye messages to Jason. Uh, He's pissed. And I think the audience reaction during the goodbye messages were pretty telling. They try to keep them sheltered from not knowing much about the game, but that audience, man, they had a couple moments. I must give snaps to the audience that I think tipped the hat a little bit to these house guests. Um, Josh, in his goodbye message, says, listen, I'm part of an alliance with Christmas and Paul. It was Paul's plan to get you out. I'm sorry. I do really like you. I mean, Josh's game is pretty much in his goodbye messages this season. If I was watching his goodbye messages, I would be much more inclined, if I'm a personal voter, which I think a lot of these people might be, to vote for Josh over Paul, because then Paul and his goodbye messages still playing the game because he can't turn it off. He's the only one playing, and he's playing for the fences says, I'm so sorry. This was a blind side to me. I was going to get backdoored if it wasn't you, blah, blah, blah. And the audience, I heard at least one man go, oh, no. <laughs> like, go back and listen. It's pretty awesome. Uh, you can hear their shock and dismay at Paul carrying this lie on even in goodbye messages. So I think that sunk in a little bit with Jason. Uh, but we can't spend too much time with him. We have to go back into the house. This is a double eviction. We play our first HOH, which is um, a question, fake news, uh, question, true or false game. And it was exciting because Kevin got one right. I was like, what if Kevin wins? I will be honest with you guys. I was rooting for Raven. <laughs> uh, you guys know I'm Team Chaos at this point. And actually, I will say, the past week I haven't been watching feeds because, like, I don't need to see five people be mean to a 56-year-old on my in my free time. You know, I uh, prefer to 
do something more productive, which means just check Twitter instead of watching. But having not watched the feeds, I got to tell you guys, I love Raven now. I, I mean, I think she was a kook. She added so much to this season. She added a lot to hate, a lot to be confused by. And she really ramped it up this past week. Not having Matt there to sort of absorb it and have it go out to all the other house guests. I kind of wish... I, I hope they bring Raven back. She drove them all insane. And that's what they deserved. So I had my fingers crossed hoping that Raven would pull out one win. Just give her that one win and get Alex out on her HOH. I thought would be hilarious. Unfortunately... Comp Beast Alex pulled it out, and I'm sure you guys noticed, pointed to the sky and said, that's for you. That's for you, Jason, because little did we all know, Jason died last night. He died. He went to heaven. He's now riding bulls with Elvis and James Dean at the big rodeo in the sky. <laughs> I mean, it was great. It was dramatic. Uh... I don't know what Alex thinks happened. Do, do they, does Alex think jury is death? The death sentence? I thought they were all playing for jury. But she won. Good for her. I, I think we can all agree that we wish we could root for Alex, right? Because she is the sort of female comp beast that the past couple seasons have been lacking. Um, unfortunately, she's just such a pill that she takes any possible enjoyment out of her comp wins with her shitty personality. Uh, So she wins, and I think we're all thinking, great, Alex won. Maybe she'll wise up. She just got blindsided. Her ride or die got taken out. It had to have been Josh and Christmas. Even if it wasn't Paul getting getting Jason out, because they staged that weird fight, again, terrible acting, she had to think... Christmas and Josh just backstabbed the shit out of me. Let me put those two losers up. No. (laughs) No. She puts up Kevin and Raven. Guys, Paul... I think Paul's... I think he's he's the greatest of all time. I know that these people are shit, and they really... They... Every week, I'm stunned by how much worse the gameplay gets. But for Alex... To not even consider deviating from the plan that Paul thought up and pushed. And to be so fixated on hating Kevin and wanting to get him out. I don't know. She's going to get... It's going to be, hopefully, this coming week, she's going to get exactly what happened to her partner. The way Raven got exactly what happened to her partner. The way Cody and Elena got what happened to their partner. All these people who think, oh, yeah, we just tore up those couples and blindsided their other partner, but that won't happen to me. I hope they all go down in a in flames. But so, yeah, we've got Kevin and Raven on the block. The HOH is a sort of put the lime in, put the lime in the coconut, put the lime in this uh, tube. And at first I was like, this is too hard for a live show because it was, it seemed really difficult. They weren't getting it in. Uh, and then they all sort of started to pick up speed and realize how to do it. Um, Josh won. Comp Beast Josh won. And 
we're thinking everyone in the universe, the Big Brother watching universe, has to be thinking, all right, Josh, this is it. Cuban sensation from Miami, family man, the meatball is finally going to become a meat man, and he's going to take, he's going to tell Alex, this wasn't what we wanted to, this wasn't what I wanted to do. Paul wanted to blindside you and get Jason out of here. Let's link up. Let's get Paul out of here, or he is winning this game. Let's backdoor him. Now is the chance. Like, you have a commercial break, Josh. You have time to talk this over with Alex. There's nothing, there, like, you have to at least try. It's double eviction. Now is the time. There's nothing standing in your way. But he didn't. He didn't use the power of veto and decided to keep Kevin and Gaunt Beast Kevin and Raven on the block. And when he said, I've chosen not to use the power of veto, this is the second time that I think the audience, I think they were heard because there was a very palpable, oh, why didn't you use it, Josh? Why didn't you use the veto feeling from the audience that I, I believe they heard? I mean, it's possible that they're, because they for some reason think that Raven is beloved. It's possible they're going to justify it and think that, oh no, why didn't you save America's sweetheart, Raven? I'm not sure. But they definitely had to have heard it. And then this surprised me. I did think that they were going to get Kevin out, but I guess they must have decided last minute that Raven's better at comps than Kevin, and she is. But poor, sweet little Arkansassy, poor terminal Raven was the final eviction of the night. She, (laughs) Raven was a better actor than the rest of them. She cried, said her goodbyes. They said, we're so sorry. She was, she says that she's leaving. No, you're not. And then as she exits, does a cartwheel. And you guys know, I'm very protective of Julie. I was scared that Jason was going to hurt her. And I was scared that Raven was going to, I don't know, touch her the wrong way. I was just nervous for Julie. I was very on edge for Julie all night, guys. But she handled it like the pro that she is. Um, Raven was, I mean, predictably stupid in her in her interview. I mean, I think Julie spent about as much time on Raven as she should get, which was one question. You know, it was a minute long. I mean, no one cares about strategy queen, according to Matt Raven's take on the game, okay? She got a dig in at Kevin and, girl, bye. I I mean, I came to appreciate Raven as a thorn in the house guest sides to annoy them, but now that she's not even able to that, I really couldn't care less about her. Um, I know a lot of people are, uh, salivating at the thought of ripping her on social media. I'd say, I'd say let's not. I think Raven is like the monster. Raven is like Freddy Krueger. Okay. You guys, if you give her attention, she'll just get bigger and bigger. And before you know it, she'll be back on celebrity big brother. So let's just, let's just put that one to bed. So there you have it. That's the episode. Um, we got one fabulous blindside, one sort of waste of an HOH. A lot of a lot of highs and a lot of lows. I think we can all agree. Um, it gave us one of the saltiest. 
evicted house guests of all time, not to mention post-interviews, which I want to get to. Um, and Paul got his way yet again. Guys, I don't know. If you're if you're denying that Paul is playing a great game, tweet at us at HeyJulieBB on Twitter because I'm curious as to why. I think he's playing phenomenally. I know these people suck, but he really has himself covered at all angles. He's made everyone, not just Christmas, fall in line and fall in love with him, and it's impressive. Uh, but let let me just bring up, I hope you guys all watched Jason's iPad interview. It um, was on pretty late, so I didn't watch it last night. I watched it this morning, and I tweeted it from our account. It's hilarious. He is very, very bitter at the moment. Jason thinks Paul needs pain. He wants to bring, because he said the only people he's going to keep in touch with are Jason and Kevin. Uh, and he thinks that he wants to bring Paul to his life to show him what real pain is because he thinks Paul thinks he's such a little badass. Yeah, Jason, he is kind of a badass because he got your dumb ass out. He's getting everyone out, you idiot. That's what I keep screaming at the top of my lungs. At one point, Jason said, Paul's got all his minions doing his dirty work. Jason, you were one of those minions. <laughs> These people are so deluded. Um, oh, about Christmas, Jason said, I want to hold her head underwater for about five minutes. But at the same time, he also said if, it, if she's in the final two, he would vote for her. I think he's still feeling a little latent guilt about breaking her leg and ruining her career. Um... And then final thing I liked about his iPad interview, you know, Jason, despite being a terrible player, is a genuine guy, and I think that's why it was so hard for Josh to blindside him this week. Um, he said he can't wait to go home and bond with his unborn baby, see his family. I mean, let's just take a minute and realize, man, does that suck. He has a new baby on the way. He's finally coming into his own in comps. He thinks he's got these two powerhouse players on his side, and they're all just going to sail to final three, and the rug just gets pulled out from underneath him. Let that be a lesson to everyone. If you're going on Big Brother, don't be terrible. I mean, I just can't help but remembering. Do some research. Do some thinking. Like, if you want to win that $500,000, it's not going to get just handed to you unless you're Paul. You need to work for it. And I don't just mean in the game. I think once you're cast on Big Brother, maybe watch one full season. Maybe watch half of one and half of an. I don't know. Do something. But I can't help but think about Jason's preseason interview that we all thought was hilarious. He said that one of the questions was, do you have a plan or strategy for winning the game? And remember, Ramsey's was like two paragraphs long, point by point, week by week plans. And Jason's answer was yes. Um, I think Jason had no plan. He didn't know what was going on. He didn't know where he was. And when he finally started to sort of figure it out, he got kicked out and frankly serves him right. Sorry, Jason. Bye. Okay. Now, I think we can get into a little bit of spoilers. So, guys, if you don't watch the feeds, um, thank you for listening. And we're on Twitter at HeyJulieBB. And if you do watch the feeds, now's the time to listen. 
Uh, we know that Josh won HOH, the next HOH. So I think we're looking at Alex leaving this week unless if she wins veto. And then we've got our – I can't – here's what I'm thinking. I think Paul might know this. Paul's got to want to bring Kevin to final two, right? Because he hasn't won anything. He's truly a useless player. I mean, he might be more useless than Victoria. And he already won 25K, so he can use that against Kevin in the speech, being like, Kevin already won this money. Kevin's the reason I'm in this game. Uh, We dragged Kevin along to the end, whereas Josh and Christmas now have both won things and been a little bit more strategic. I don't know. It's a tough call, I think, if you're Paul. Um, But so that's where we're at right now. Um, Guys, you sent in so many amazing questions and comments, so I want to get to those now. And thank you so much, because it's a little tough doing a podcast on your own where you're just talking to yourself. I'm sure we all miss Brett, but you guys are going to be my co-hosts with these questions. So let's get to them. Okay. First is from at mom of TTT Almeida. Okay. Do you think Josh Josh's goodbye message will kill Paul's chances at winning game? And if he's against Josh in the final, who wins? Uh, I think it did some damage. I think here's the thing. Jason, do we think he's going to stay as bitter as he was? On one hand, I think yes, because that $500,000 would have gone a long way to someone who's got a family and can really put that money to good use as opposed to, in his eyes, Paul, who, you know, already has the fame, already has the glory, has his incredibly successful t-shirt company, and is a young kid without a family to provide for, blah, blah, blah. He might see Paul go against Josh and feel, you know, feel a little like Josh is just this loser who... If I'm saying he might be a more personal voter. It's possible. I do think a couple weeks cooling off, he'll think more strategically. He'll get over it, and he might not be as bitter. But I think that's what it's going to come down to. Because here's the thing. I don't think Cody's going to be bitter at all. Cody's going to vote for Paul, for sure. Um, same for Mark. Same for Elena. So Matt is going to vote for whoever, who cares? Matt shouldn't even get a vote. And Raven is, if you watched any of her one-minute interview with Julie last night, still thinks Paul is her best friend, her buddy, her pal. So I can see Raven voting for Paul over Josh, too. I don't know. It's tough. We need more jury segments, I think, is the moral of that question. We need to see a little bit more of where people's heads are at once they get to jury. And then we have another question. Uh, do you think Alex is buying their explanation that it was Kevin's fault and Jason's for not telling Josh he had his back? Yeah, I do, because Alex is insane. Alex is the worst player. I think it's unfair that Alex is so good at comps while being such a terrible strategic. She has no gut instinct for when people are lying to her. Like, what are the cat ears? Is the circulation cut off to her brain? I loved the shot of her sitting alone after being gobsmacked by, uh, I think actually after Raven left, because, you know, she had such a hard-on for getting Kevin out. Then Raven left. Again, you just got, you. so your best friend just left, and then your absolute number one target did not leave twice, twice in a row. And she's sitting there alone with, 
frankly, her only friend in this show. A big old liter of Coca-Cola. Is it all the Coke? Coca-Cola? <laughs> That's ruining her brain? I don't know. But yeah, I think she believed it. I think she's still just the biggest minion of all. She'll do whatever they want. Ugh, it's disgusting. Uh, we have a question from at Madeline. Madeline Jean, what's your dream U.S. Cele- celebrity cast? Because as we heard, Celebrity Big Brother, baby. I mean, that that was a shocking twist. I thought for sure, and I think we all did, that they were just going to announce Celebrity, I mean, um, Big Brother OTT2. Celebrity Big Brother is honestly going to be a dream come true to watch. <laughs> it's going to be incredible, especially because we found out, confirmed, we will have live feeds. You guys... I don't even care if it's the bottom of the barrel D-list celebrities. It's going to be great. We already have on regular Big Brother, like, people coming just for the fame, just for the Instagram followers. So to have people who already have, like, some of that go head-to-head, it's going to be the bloodbath we've all been dreaming of, and I can't fucking wait. Um, Who's my dream cast? I saw a lot of people mention Kathy Griffin. I agree. I think that would be hilarious. Um, I think it should be sort of the way... I don't watch a ton of Dancing with the Stars, but I think the way they do their casts is is uh, a good way to go about things and having like some athletes, some young Disney stars. I feel like CBS is also the same company as CW, so if we could get some young CW stars... I would love to see Rachel Bloom or Gina Rodriguez in it. I don't think <laughs> I don't think they'd stoop that low <laughs> when they're at such a high point in their careers, but I think it'd be fun. Um, anyone from any of those shows would be great. And I'd love some D-list celebrities. I'd love some Real Housewives. I would uh, kill for some influencers or YouTubers just because you guys... You got. We got to keep an open mind. You never know who's going to end up being hilarious and totally ruining their brand. <laughs> so I'm open to any and all. Uh, from at Samantha Halverson twenty one, or sorry, at Halverson twenty one S. Are you going to do a podcast for Celebrity Big Brother? Uh, Brett and I haven't talked about this yet because, as I said, he was busy. I don't even know if he's watched the episode. And so I don't think he knows the big news yet. I was sort of sending him texts, teasing him, saying like, wow, you're not going to believe this twist. I can say personally, 100% yes. I am so down to do uh, to keep podcasting for Celebrity Big Brother. So if I have to do it alone, if you guys can bear with me, uh, I would love to. And Brett, we'll just have to talk about it and see if we can work it out. Um, at Super... Super Fudge asks, despite how bad he played this season, could Jason be a great player if he returned? I think that's a great question because that's the thing. Jason had instinct. His instincts were right. They were just always jetsoned by Alex, his ride or die. And he put too much faith in her. He was great at comps. He was a great, I think, a great personality. Um, so I don't know... I don't know if he would learn his lesson is the problem because he really does just lack that core confidence you need to follow through on plans in Big Brother and not be swayed by people. And without that, I just don't think, I don't think he would learn from his mistakes. I think he would still get suckered 
He's the type of person who like always buys into the pyramid schemes that people are selling him, whether it's Tupperware or makeup or knives. I feel like he's always buying it and always thinking it's going to be great. His wife's probably like, please stop spending our money on this. We need to give Gatlin, you know, food. (laughs) Um, So no. From at Shell of the Sea, how are they all so brainwashed? Also, scale of 1 to 10, how much did you love Raven's Cartwheel Exit? Scale of 1 to 10, I would say uh, a 12, just because I loved the juxtaposition of her crying, being so heartbroken over leaving. Yo, you didn't to a cartwheel. This girl, I mean, we were, I think we were only just starting to see how insane Raven was with Matt being gone. And that's why I wish she'd stuck around a little bit. From It's Matt Steele, I can't handle these people anymore. I agree, Matt. (laughs) Um, From at Trey RSD, I can't wait to see Kathy Griffin, Phaedra Parks, and Tori Spelling clinging to the wall for eight hours. Thank you for reminding me. How incredible it's going to be watching celebrities do these competitions. Because it's not, you know, it's not like I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. It's not like Celebrity Survivor. They're not in the wild. These are competitions that they should be able to do. But it'll be fun to see who's, like, too entitled or prissy or whatever to actually follow through and do them. From at Chloe Benoe, love the name. Do you think Christmas's broken foot kept her in the game this long? Absolutely. I mean, if she was the full comp beast, I'm sure she is without that broken foot, she'd have been gone a long time ago. Cody was right on the money of wanting to get her out. So, yeah, she's <laughs> she's not lucky to have her foot broken because she's still not going to win. Uh, and so she pretty much broke, got her foot broken and um, was strung along for no reason i guess the stipend that she gets but yeah she would have been out of here from at honksy 13 will will we be covering celebrity big brother i want to say yes guys i want to say yes um then we have from another from chloe benoe josh's family lives in miami do you think big brother will tell josh about hurricane irma and the evacuations Yeah, I saw a lot of comments about this, and I totally forgot or didn't put it together. I don't know. I think the family, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's the family's prerogative to be like, yes, tell him we're evacuated, or if they're in danger, if something like that. But at the same time, if they're just evacuating, I don't know if they should tell him, because... What can he really do? I think it's more valuable for him because he could possibly win. And that's $500,000 that you're going to want if you if your house was just destroyed by a hurricane. So, I don't know. It's a tough call. Uh, and it's in, I, I think it's probably in the family's hands and CBS would do, or Big Brother would do what they wanted. Um, that's a tough call on them. I don't know. Uh We have a question I tweeted about Paul wants to blow up on Kevin now. There's, you know, just a couple of them left. He wants Josh to blow up on Kevin. And we have from at Miriam Swanson BB, why? Why? I agree. Why? It's basically down to comps now. Kevin's already at a disadvantage. Is Kevin really going to turn on Josh or Christmas? Boo this, Paul. And I agree. 
we're at such a small number in the house that it really is pathetic to try to be just rude or mean to someone who's down. He's not going to pull out a win on a competition. So why be mean to them? I know. It's because he wants... He wants Kevin to hate Josh more than him in jury and spread that around. I get it. But it's just, Paul goes about jury management the wrong way. It's like the one flaw in his pretty great game. Um, from at Raven Exposed Party, do you think Celebrity BB will be the end of the franchise? I mean, if it is, at least we'll go down in a flame of glory. Because I, you guys, it's going to be the tits. I can't even tell you how excited I was to hear this last night. Um, from at don't ignore me, will Josh's goodbye message to Jason affect Paul's game or influence with jury at all? I can't wait to see. I think we, we talked about, I talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, I just hope so. Cause we want to, right now it's just such a landslide victory for Paul against anyone that it'd be nice for them to find some reason to uh, keep up the suspense, uh, but who knows? And then, please discuss Raven's exit from hysterical sobbing to cartwheeling out the door to maniacal laughter and the lipstick on her teeth. I, guys, what would what what could possibly encapsulate Raven as a person more than that goodbye? You know, we didn't want her to leave the house and calmly, demurely shake Julie's hand and give a respectful, um, introspective, compelling reason behind her game. No, we wanted her to act like a crazy person she delivered, so I think she earned her stipend. Good for her. Okay, our last question from at Johnny underscore Linda. Do you think Alex will catch on to Paul? And if she does, do you think she will let him know or keep it a secret? No, guys. I don't think... Alex would know a good game move if it bit her in the ass and drew blood. Uh, I have no faith in her whatsoever. I mean, I think maybe she has a couple more comp wins in her, but no. Alex is just a pit stop on the Paul Express to BB19 winner. Sorry, but I have I have no faith in these people. <laughs> But what we can look forward to, I think we can all agree it was very satisfying to see that blind side last night. We can look forward to that happening with Alex, with Christmas or Josh. I think Kevin, frankly, is probably tired of being that house and is ready to go home. I think he knows that he doesn't have a chance to win. Um, and he just wants to like go home and see his thousands of children, and I don't blame him. But that's where we're at. Highs and lows, thank you guys so much for listening to me alone. I know we miss Brett. He'll be back next week uh, when we get into Final Five and the final HOH comps, and then it'll just be a countdown to Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, thank you so much for listening, for leaving comments, for tweeting at us, at HeyJulieBB. I'm at Danny Mop. if you want to hear my uh, musings about things other than Big Brother. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye, Julie.